27 of the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I'm Mags, and with me is my podcasting partner in crime. I gave you a new title. Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing well now that I have a new title. Yeah, that's your official (laughs) title. Uh, But yeah, we are back after a little bit of a hiatus. Just uh, pulling the curtain back a little bit. We had a... A lot of complications with with weather and jobs and work and life and, and life, life and more uh, life. But we did get to see John Wick finally. Yes. <laughs> but uh, as we're recording, we're going to be doing uh, just the most recent episodes of um, all of our shows. You know, we missed uh, I think like two weeks of shows. Yeah. And we debated on whether or not you guys wanted a three-hour show that would take another week to do, <laughs> or if we would just uh, jump in right away and get moving. So today we're covering. Uh, four episodes, we're covering Luther's on Supergirl, Untouchable on Flash, Turncoat on Legends of Tomorrow, and Spectre of the Gun for Arrow. So, Ronnie, are you ready to jump in? Oh, I'm ready. You are ready? I am ready. Oh, this man. was a good week of shows. This was a good week of show. Well, two was, weeks, two weeks, technically. I wonder if uh, that's going to affect uh, the other shows, like their timing-wise, because I know Supergirl and Flash have their crossover coming up. Yeah. So, I don't know. I wonder if it's going to affect uh, the timing of it. Hopefully it doesn't. And it wasn't like they, they did any big, um, no. like, special... It wasn't like a presidential debate, I know, was a no. big one. But uh, it was a Tough mutter thing, which, not totally wrong, yeah. I watched, I enjoyed, so there's that. But, yeah, it was a very strange... Um, yeah, I don't know why they would do ...week that. break for them, yeah. yeah. But uh, let's jump into Supergirl. Do you have the synopsis for Luther's handy? Yes, I do. Whenever you're quite ready. handy. It's quite handy. Yes. So, after Lena is called to testify against her mother, she is encouraged by Kara to go visit Lillian and tell her how she feels about her. A package of synthetic kryptonite is sent to Corbin. While testifying, he attacks the court and frees Lillian, who escapes despite Carr's intervention. The police acquire fake video footage of Lena stealing the kryptonite from Elcourt, and they arrest her on suspicion of helping Lillian. Corbin is sent to break her out of prison, wounding Guardian in the process. Carr's attempt attempts to defend Lena are increasingly met with disapproval as everyone, including John and Wynn, believe her to be guilty. Meanwhile, Lillian takes Lena to a remote facility set up by Lex before he was imprisoned and forces her to access a stockpile of alien weapons, one of which she takes. Wynn determines that the synthetic kryptonite is becoming increasingly unstable and will soon explode. Bum, bum, bum. And Kara barely manages to save Lena before Corbin self-destructs while Lillian and Henshaw escape by helicopter. Lena, having learned that she is, in fact, a Luther by blood, contemplates her relationship with her family, especially Lex. Kara and Mon, who broke up with you earlier, confess their feelings for each other at Kara's apartment when a man calling himself Mr. McSiptic arrives and declares his love for Kara. Nixius Pitalik. That's not what it says here. Yeah, it is what. I don't know. All right, <laughs> well, so let, let's start no... there uh, with Mr. Mixius Pitalik. Um, that's one of those characters. Foul, okay. <laughs> that's one of those characters where, in every form of media, they say his name differently. Mm-hmm. So there's really no a thousand percent confirmation of how to say his name. But we're gonna talk about him at the end. But I yeah. just wanted to jump in with that. <laughs> all right, so we come back with uh, Miss Lena Luther. Yes. I kind of forgot about all the Cadmus stuff. Yeah. Did you? A little bit. And, like, Lillian being yeah. in jail and all that. Uh, we had a lot of character returns this episode. Yes. Uh, Literally everyone. Pretty much. <laughs> the only thing we were missing is Max Lord. No, I'm just kidding. You know who we're missing? Cat Grant. Yes. I miss Cat Grant. Miss her so much. Yeah. But uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with Lena? You want to start with Metallo? Uh, let's start with Lena. You want to start with Guardian getting his butt kicked? 
What's you guys can't see right now, but I'm getting the look. Yeah, you are. He even said in the episode description he's injured. Yeah. He got yeah. wounded. What do you expect? He doesn't have superheroes. He put up a good fight, though. Eh, we'll talk about it. All right, <laughs> so uh, Lena returns, and she gets framed for basically giving Metallo the kryptonite that helps him not only escape from prison, yes. or from custody because he was in the courthouse, but also yeah. free uh, Lillian Luther. Yes. Did you think that Lena was guilty at all? No. You didn't have any suspicion? No. Unlike everybody else on the entire show? No. I didn't think so either, but um, we see a lot of character progression with with, uh, Lena. Mm -hmm. And we also find out that she's smarter than Lex. Oh, yeah. She... What did you think of the flashback scenes? We don't usually get them on Supergirl. No, I liked them. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. We got uh, our first looks at uh, young Lionel and Lex Luthor. Yes. We find out that Lillian was cheated on by Lionel and yeah. that's where Lena came from she wasn't adopted mm-hmm. but um we see her playing chess against Lex and actually beating him and she's like four or five she's, yeah. she's super young and then we see her at the end after everything's solved and she's you know in the clear she's she's got like this look about her while she's playing chess again do you think that she has some sort of bad guy ulterior motive I think so. I don't think it's anything that's good. I don't know. I don't think it's anything too serious. Like, I don't think she's planning on anything right now, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, if she, she has does something. something. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they, they made it a point to mention that um, that Clark and Lex used to be good friends. Yes. Which is, it's in keeping with the comics, and uh, Smallville is famous for it, you know, because yeah. it all comes back to Smallville all the time. Um... <laughs> But yeah, like they make Jimmy makes mention that he's like Clark and Lex were friends for years, and yes. you know Clark always went out of his way to defend him. Yeah. But uh, he says Clark, so we don't know if he knows that Clark is Superman. Yeah. Like Lex, but um, do you think we're gonna get Lex on the show anytime soon? I don't think so. You don't think so? I think we might just keep getting flat, maybe flashbacks of young Lex, not the Lex we all know. Yeah, I want to really see. That that's the story I want to see. What happened with this universe is Superman and Lex. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I would be really excited to see, um, what created their, their break in their friendship and why Lex hates him so much. Yeah. Uh, in the comics, I want to say it's because, Clark, Clark uh, or, was better or looking. probably, but <laughs> it's Cl- Clark caused the accident that makes Lex lose all of his hair. Yeah. Um, and among other things, like there, there's such a, that's the problem when you have like a character that's been around for seventy seven years yeah you know there's a lot of retellings of Lex and Clark's origin story but um I want to what did you think of uh, Lex's stockpile of weapons uh minuscule just minuscule <laughs> I was so excited are you kidding no that was awesome the I wish I had they, something like that they showed his actual comic book accurate yeah. battle armor that was incredible I never thought I'd see that in live action ever yeah that was that was really cool can't really see Jesse Eisenberg Putting that on, trying to fight Superman. Why not? Because Superman's dead. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna go there. I thought I was just gonna beat you to it at this point. No, I wasn't no. gonna go there. No, you, 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 I got you there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, do we? Lex is in jail. That's all we know. We don't know anything else about him. No. We don't know why he was in jail. I think maybe it was briefly mentioned, but I don't remember. I just remember them saying he's in jail. Yeah. I'm really at this point. I'm really waiting for Superman to come back into play. I think the only way he would come back into play is if we see Lex. You don't think that there's a danger that's bad enough? No. You got... Because think about it. You have 
Guardian, you've got Monel, you've got, you know, Martian Manhunter, and then obviously Supergirl. And I just, you I don't think, think you don't think anything's dangerous enough for to warrant Clark coming to help. No. Uh, like I said, unless what about the Daxamites invading? No, because she's got the little portal. She could just get Flash again. Yeah, true, true. No, we already have. We already know they're fighting Music Meister <laughs> in their episode, which is still the weirdest, yeah. weirdest situation. It's gonna be fun. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, so where do you want? Anything else you want to talk about with uh, Lena and Lillian? Nah. No. Nah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention a point that I didn't like in the episode. Yeah. It's where Metallo fires his like. Kryptonite energy beam at that crane yeah. and forces uh, Car to go save them. Mm-hmm. The effects were really bad. Yeah. Like, the close-ups of her actually holding it were fine, and even when she, like, drops it at the end, it, it wasn't that bad, but um, the, the effects were really not on par with her... Just her flying yeah. this episode. Um, they just spent way too much on the look of Metallo. And- well, I don't know, because Metallo was a lot more prosthetics... You know, you don't have to... Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing they probably added kryptonite. in post was, like, the kryptonite pulsing yeah. and all that. Um, so this is also our first experience of another synthetic kryptonite after the red kryptonite yeah. uh, that Max Lord created. I, I want to see more types of kryptonite because in the comics there's, like, 20 different types of kryptonite. Some <laughs> some not so good. Uh, I think there was one that turned Kryptonians gay. Yeah. Yeah, the 70s were a weird time. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, seriously, though. Today is, too. Today is, too, yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think it was pink kryptonite, too. <laughs> but there's, like, silver, gold, yeah. blue, green. Purple, um, brown, red. No, not th- I don't rainbow. know about it. I think there is a rainbow one, actually. But um, most of the times, so the kryptonite sy- synthetic has been created. Yeah. So it makes you wonder why it was in Elcorp's office. Like, why they had it yeah. to begin with. Like, they just brush over. They're like, oh, no, Lena didn't do it. But she still had it. She didn't do... Yeah, why would she have it? That's what just lends a little bit more to yeah. my belief that she's got more up her sleeve than we yeah. know. But, um... What, what do you think about the random appearance of Hank Henshaw? Like, half, like uh, three quarters of the way, and he's like, Oh, Cyborg Superman, I'm here. Yeah. I mean, it worked. Um, <laughs> it still bothers it just, me. Yeah, it, it was just weird. It came out of, like, left field kind of thing, and, like... Again, another character I totally forgot about. Yeah. Uh, for... To be honest with you, for a second, I was like, who is that? Oh, oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. What's Hank doing here? Why yeah. is he wearing a metal face mask? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah. But um, I still really wish that they would... At least they didn't call him Cyborg Superman. They yes. actually called him by his name, Hey Kenshaw. Yeah. Which I, I personally... Nice little touch. Yeah. But um, what other story points do we want to hit on? More Guardian drama with him and Kara. Yeah. Kind of getting tired of it. They they got it. Yeah. It's kind of like it's turning into like the gym, uh, the uh, the. Um, uh, Use your words. Barry and Cisco drama that we had yeah. earlier this season. I'm kind of like, all right, let's, let's yeah. move it on. He's gonna be guardian no matter what. How does he have time to run this multi-billion-dollar corporation? You run it by day. And you go out at night. Since when did Catco also become like? The, the breaking news media outlet. I thought it was more like a fashion and... Yeah. I don't remember. Like, they, they constantly change what Catco actually is. Well, now... Well, there's someone new running it, so now they're... Yeah. We had Snapper Carr come back, too? Yeah. I well, like... he's been in there. Yeah. But I like his interactions with Carr all the time. Yeah. And the fact that Carr put up such, like, a fight against him made it even better. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about Carr and Monel finally almost nearly getting together? They are. 
Uh, how do you feel about that pairing? We still we still on board like for it? it? We yeah. still on for it? I'm still on. I think I am too. Yeah. Um, I really don't like how Kara kind of let him on. Yeah, she's being a little teased. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Now, um, we're getting a lot of relationships in the show. Now we just need Jimmy and Wynn, not together, like, I don't ship that, but uh, they, they need to find some ladies. Yeah. Wynn did get uh, Silver Banshee in season yeah. one. That was a fun couple of episodes. I really liked that. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about in terms of Supergirl? Um, no, not really. I'm just uh, excited for this upcoming. For Mr. <laughs> Mixius Pitalik? Yeah. Oh, man. I've, I've heard every different pot. Uh, you know who did his voice on the animated show? Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, who's super annoying. But, like, in the comics, he's, like, this <laughs> tiny little imp from the, yeah. I think, the fourth dimension, where his powers affect Kryptonians, but yeah. they're, I don't think they're magic. I think that's just, like, so advanced in their world. Yeah. But he, it seems that he's coming to, to woo Kara. Yeah. I hope Monel puts him in his place and then gets his butt kicked. Who? Monel. Monel gets his butt kicked? Why? Yeah. Cause, and uh, then Guardian saves the day. No, because <laughs> in the in the comics, the only way to get rid of Mister Mixius Pitalik is to get him to either say or spell his name backwards. Yeah, I think uh, in the animated series, once Superman he turned into a rocket, so Superman had him follow him in mm-hmm. the air, and it, like the smoke created his name backwards. Mm-hmm. And I guess he he disappears for like a set amount of time. Apparently, in the comics, every year on Superman's birthday, he uh, pays him a visit, <laughs> which I think is funny. Yeah. But uh, you want to do Star City ratings for Luther's? Yeah. I'll let you go first. Give it a four. A four? Yeah. Give it a four. What, what's pushing it up above average for you? Um, You know what? There was a lot of growth with characters. Mm-hmm. And the whole storyline with Lena, also, how it's progressing and kind of making you double think about who she is, was really good. Um, there wasn't really anything wrong other than the fact... Like you said, the effects weren't as good as they have been, especially with the one scene. But um, what really put it over was the whole Lex thing. The mention, mentioning of his name and... And the showing and of his, him. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I can feel you on that. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. Uh, the effect shot really kind of... The problem with bad effect shots is they completely take you out of what you're watching. Yeah. Because you're like, you forget that it... When you're watching something really good, like especially movies... You forget that they're not real. Yeah. Like when we were watching John Wick, the the new one, we we were so engaged. Oh yeah. Because there was never any break in in reality really, but when you have like a, a shot that just kind of pulls you out so hard, it, it always mm-hmm. takes it down a notch for me. But um, it's like you said, the character story alone made up for the entire episode. Yeah. Um, I I still think that Hank Henshaw, the the cyborg Superman, it was a, <laughs> was shoehorned in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope they didn't actually kill Metallo. I hope he survived. That explosion, because yeah. um, it's a waste of such a powerful and popular character, mm-hmm. and um, it's always nice when they have characters that come back. Yeah, after being used. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see what Mister Mixius Pitalik is up to in this uh, upcoming episode. So, you want to jump over to uh, Flash? Yes, sir. Um, so this the past episode of Flash was called Untouchable. Um, Barry and Wally continue their training in order to save Iris from Savitar. They race against each other, and Barry wins easily by phasing through a building. Julian finds a decayed corpse that was murdered just eight hours ago. He informs Joe that this is surely the work of a metahuman. The body is taken to Star Labs for investigation, where Caitlin and Julian observe it turning to ash. 
Iris confesses to Barry that she is afraid of her future. The meadow responsible for the disintegrated corpse attacks Joe and is revealed to be targeting the police who arrested him in Flashpoint. The metahuman tries to disintegrate a bridge on the train Joe is on, forcing Barry to phase the train through the wreckage of the bridge. Barry teaches Wally how to phase, which Wally uses to expose the meta to his blood and strip him of his powers. Joe insists that everyone be honest with him from now on after learning of Iris's future death. While practicing phasing, Wally is shocked to see Jesse come through a portal. Jesse says her father has been abducted by Grodd and taken to Gorilla City. Can we just skip ahead to the next two episodes? Because I'm so excited yeah. for Gorilla City. But uh, let, let's talk about Untouchable. Uh, what did you think of the opening scene with that race? That was awesome. Yes. Like, I love their kind of having like that older brother, younger brother, sibling yeah. rivalry, but at the same time mentor, mentee. It makes me miss Roy on uh, Arrow, Arrow even more. I really yeah. hope he's coming back and not as Prometheus. Unfortunately. That'd be a bad day if he turned out to be Prometheus. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I say before they actually reveal who it is, we do a whole episode on Prometheus. On every possible suspect of Prometheus. But, um, so I loved the race and the fact that Wally, it, it, the episode description says that Barry beats him easily, but it's only at the very end. Yeah. Because Barry can face. Yeah. Um, one of the funniest scenes in the entire episode was when he runs right into the brick wall. Yeah. That's like super reinforced, like the most <laughs> powerful substance on earth. It's like, couldn't we have started with something easier? <laughs> like a piece of paper. But, um, oh. I really, I enjoyed the race, and what did Flash say? He's like, don't worry, you'll get it there eventually. Yeah. In the meantime, what's my name? <laughs> I, I like uh, Cocky Barry. It's always yes. fun to see him a little bit, little arrogant. Um, it's it's such a nice contrast between him and Oliver. So, we have this whole subplot of, of Wally learning to get faster to save Iris. Yes. Which she doesn't. No. Because uh, she gets hit by, did they actually say his name in the episode? I know they said it like his name, but did he get a metahuman name? No. I don't remember. But uh, that's weird. Usually they're good with the nicknames. Yeah. They probably did. But um, what did you think of our metahuman with decaying powers, his, like his story? Um, the story was pretty good, but the powers that he had, I didn't. I Stupid. Uh, the powers didn't <laughs> bother me. There's a lot of comic book characters that have like decaying yeah. powers. Um. I think Marvel had, uh, in the, the second Ghost Rider movie, that's what one of the bad guys could do. He yeah. just rot things to death. Um, Smallville had a character that could do it. Like, it's it's nothing new, the, no. the idea. Yeah, well, but, yeah, but... But what I do like is this is not the first character who he's kind of caught between Flashpoint and his and this reality. Yeah. Like, if I had if I suddenly got memories of being arrested in another universe, I wouldn't go after those cops. I'd be like, oh, I'm free on this one. Yeah, right? Whoop, 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 whoop. Who cares? But um, I do like how um, we were able to vibe to Flashpoint. Yes. That was really cool. Um, I wish I hope they do that more. I think yeah. that that's like a, a really... Because, again, we feel like Flashpoint just kind of... Went dis- away. Yeah, disappeared. It's not really a, a yeah. thing anymore. But um, I liked all the scenes he was in. We got to see him scare the bejesus out of... <laughs> uh, the What's the lawyer lady he's dating? Her family. Oh, it was she, she's so unimportant she wasn't even in the episode description. Ugh. No. People are yelling at their electronics right now going, You guys are so stupid. Yeah, we are. 
But um, <laughs> I like how Joe has has somebody though. That's nice. Yeah, it's always it's always fun. Uh, what do you think about Joe's reaction to the news about Iris? Um, exactly how I would react. Jesse L. Martin <laughs> is probably one of the best. He's definitely the most seasoned actor on the show yeah. besides uh, Tom Cavanaugh. Yep. But when he gets emotional, like the show's. Oh yeah. It's so intense, and I love it. But um, I think that by the end, he when he you know took it, in, yeah. he was able to you know control his demeanor. I thought it made a big difference with it. So yeah. I really enjoyed um, his performance alone. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at all of these these CW shows, CW shows are not known for their acting. No. They're known for hiring the most attractive people that can kind of act yeah. in this. That's and then why the, and I'm going to be on the CW. No, all right, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> um, but like you, you look at even like Stephen Amell, who really grew into the role. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times the, the actors grow into their roles. Yes. Um, I mean, look at Supernatural. You know, yeah. the, you can give Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles just like a general idea of an episode, and they'll just go, and yeah. they'll do the whole thing without a script. But, um, I mean, they've been doing it for like 13 years. Yeah, I mean, you, you play a character for so long, you yeah. become very progr- uh, possessive of that character. Yep. Um, just like I'm sure like Hugh Jackman had huge input on Wolver- on the new Wolverine movie, Yeah. which supposedly is fantastic. We're really excited for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. You're really excited. I am really excited for that. But um, what other points do we want to make about uh, Untouchable? Um, the train sequence? The train se- sequence in Wally. Yeah, I well, first of all, I loved Barry was able to. I I had a lot of questions about the physics of that. What do you mean? He like obviously he's vibrating the train, but does that mean he's vibrating every person on that train too? No. Well, hmm. No, he couldn't be. Then how come they all got through? Because they were inside the train. I don't know. I if they were standing like on the train or like next to the train. Then, yeah. But they I were just, in it. I, the laws of physics really shouldn't apply to the show, but I, I just... That's my only question, which was... I was sitting there watching it going, I feel like every person should be smushed against that wall right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, the train scene was really cool. They do really good train scenes on Flash. Yeah. Uh, I think the standout, though, was season one with Captain Cold. Yes. And where um, Barry has to save every person on the train, which I thought was really cool. Um... See what what else about this episode of Flash we want to jump on? Wally. You want to talk, go ahead talk about your boy Wally. My boy Wally. What do you want to talk about Wally? He can now phase and he saved the day because of his phasing. Which I don't know why he did it instead of Barry doing it, but um it worked. You don't understand why he did why he phased? Yeah. Well, because, like, well Barry why? Barry said he was like I'm I can't do it. I'm too weak. Yeah. Well, he was just being a baby, really. Um but yeah. So that was cool, Wally learning a new power, I guess you could say. Um, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. And then um, we get the return of Jesse Quick. Yes. Are you excited for uh, to see Jesse Quick and Kid Flash team up? Yeah. I am too. Um, it's funny because like, it feels like it's been so long since we've seen Jesse Quick. Yes. Do you want to see... Uh, I want to see the two Wells's... Especially this, this HR and Harry. HR, the hipster Wells, with uh, this Wells. I think he... I can't wait to see HR. I uh, think Harry's going to like want to punch him in the face. What? Who is this guy that you replaced me with? <laughs> I do not approve. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I'm really excited to uh, to get some Gorilla City action. I feel like there's more for this episode we should be talking about, but um, you know, the our all these episodes of our shows really were displaced from the main storyline. I feel like yeah, um, Supergirl doesn't really have a main storyline that they're focused no. on. It, it was doing... Cadmus, and now it's just kind of there. Now that's done with, and I mean, the thing with Supergirl, even when they had Cadmus, it wasn't. Like their main super villain type of yeah. thing. It was their main story. They were doing basically the Arrow situation with like Freak of the Week. Which, at least with Flash, you, like the first couple episodes, like first half or so, was like Flashpoint. That was their main focus. And now it's their main focus is trying to get everyone to be better in the future. <laughs> or just ours to be better in the future. Well, I mean, like, better as in, like, faster or... Yeah. Everything. I got you. I understand. You, you feel me? Um, any, anything that lowered the, the episode for you? Anything that you didn't like? Oh, I do remember what we have to talk about after this. The fact that there's no Julian. I mean, he was in there, but... Well, we have to talk about Julian and Caitlin. Yeah. That's, uh... That was the last point I wanted to yeah. bring up. Um, you and I are very big fans of... The Julian and Caitlyn pairing. I want, is that fair to yes. say? Because I, I, I know we've talked about it. Um, do, what about this Killer Frost thing? I really hate that it's like she has two separate personalities. I like it. You like the Dr. Jekyll, Miss Hyde yeah. sort of thing that Caitlyn's got going on? Um, I The only reason I don't like it is because we've never seen it. Yeah. I mean, the only the only other exception was uh, that episode with the girl who had like the split personalities. Yeah. And what was she able to do? She like magnetism or so, or gravity or something, something like that. She you know she raised the boat up and she was gonna crash yeah. down. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this whole Caitlyn Killer Frost thing, it just the problem is, it's like there's two separate personalities, and if one takes over, does that mean the other one's gone? Or is there if Caitlyn becomes Killer Frost, is there no redemption for her? Because Killer Frost, I think, in the comics, I think at one point she was in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. That'd be cool if we were to get her on the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which doesn't exist anymore. It does. No, Amanda Waller's dead. What do you mean, shh? And then Hallucination Deadshot. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really digging the the Caitlyn stuff. No? No, not, not, as, not as much as I wish I was. Yeah. But, um... I really enjoyed her and Julian's interaction yeah. with each other. Like, at first it was her reassuring him that it, it wasn't his fault, all these people dying and, you yeah. know, another metahuman created by Dr. Alchemy. Um, how long do you think these, these characters stay in those cocoons for? Years. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's different for each one. Yeah. Uh, Wally was pulled out too soon, and that's why at first he was like... Not really all there, yeah. and that's why he also doesn't have any memories of Flashpoint. But um, then you get a character like this guy, who obviously was in there, who just got out. I would imagine. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just the, the Julian stuff is really cool. I want to see what happens when Savitar comes back. Yes. Um, if there's going to be a, a temptation for Julian, if there's going to be his return to evil, mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, I love how they keep mentioning how bad his bedside manner is because yeah. it's like he's he's definitely a jerk. That's why I love him. Yeah, and then, but at the same time, he's like he does want to be socially accepted. Like when yeah. Caitlin asked him for to go out for a drink, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like even when or when Barry did the other time, he's yep. like, you know, cheers, mate. Yeah. 
But then the next episode, he's like, uh, just because we had a drink does not mean we're friends. Yeah. Oh, okay, Julian. Meanie pants. But, um, you want to do Star City ratings? Yeah, you can go first for this one. Um, I'm going to give this one... I'm going to give it another 3.5. Okay. Um, I enjoyed the Wally stuff. Again, mm-hmm. it feels like, um... This episode did tackle the main story, but I'm more... I want to see Savitar come back. Mm-hmm. I like stories that have, like, an actual bad guy. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I just... It, it 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 was good. It yeah. just didn't blow me away. Okay. There were scenes that I really enjoyed, like the train scene and the yep. Julian stuff. Um, but for the most part, it was a by the books Flash episode, Freak of the Week, yeah. or Flashpoint Freak of the Week at this point. Yeah. I mean, nothing didn't break any new grounds. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Also, um, same reasons. Just didn't really move the story forward at all, other than Wally learning how to phase. Hmm. That's really the only improvement we saw this whole. We did episode. get run Wally one run. That, yeah. was, that was always fun. I always love when they do the run so and so run. What was your favorite one? Like the the your favorite run barrier uh, run Wally run. I don't know. I didn't know he sh- Probably shot. the first one. Which one when uh the when his dad said it to him? Yeah. When he sees like his mom getting murdered, or when Well says it to him for the tornado. That was all the first episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to go with the Harry. Well, no, he wasn't Harry. Was he Harry? That was... No, that, the, that was Eobard. Eobard yeah. Wells. That, that one, that Wells. Yeah, that, that one. <laughs> that that was probably my favorite. Because that was like the f- first one we heard. Like, first Flash one, I should say. Um, I think my two... My favorite is actually a tie between... The one he says to him in the season finale of season one, mm-hmm. where he's like, he's almost mocking him and he, he kind of like whispers it. Yeah. And then um, I actually liked when Zoom did it. Okay. Because I love uh, good voice effects. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just Zoom had such a great voice effect. I really do. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, so that's going to take us over to Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, it does. All right, so this was called Turncoat. Um, so Rip has been brainwashed into working with the Legion. The legends who felt the time quake head to Christmas Eve of 1776 to protect Washington. As Sarah and Mick escort Washington, Rip and Redcoats arrive armed with modern-day assault rifles. The team cannot fight back as Rip sets off a device that disables their technology, including the Wave Rider and the Firestorm Matrix. He then shoots Sarah in the chest and takes Mick and Washington Back to the Redcoats camp as prisoners. Jax is put in charge while Stein works on saving Sarah. Ray, stuck in a miniaturized form, attempts <laughs> restoring power to the Wave Rider. As Jax protects the ship from Rip, who is after the spear fragment. Nate and Amaya are ambushed as they track the Redcoats. Maya saves Nate from hypothermia in the river, and they sleep together. Ooh. The Redcoats... Still so weird. Yeah. The Redcoats general... Plans to hang Washington in the morning and release Mick to tell what happened. Washington attempts to give Mick a love letter intended for his wife. Rip threatens Jax with Sarah's life into telling him the location of the fragment, then kills Sarah anyway. The Wave Rider's power is restored, allowing Gideon to save Sarah just in time for her to convince and enrage Jax not to try and kill Rip. Nate and Amaya save Mick and Washington who reveals the letter actually contained a battle strategy for the soldiers. Amaya tells Nate they should 
remain friends, and the team celebrate Christmas on the Wave Rider. Even though they don't know if it's actually Christmas. I love it. Yeah. That's the one thing I love about time travel shows. You can do any holiday anytime <laughs> you want. All right. Yeah. Do we want to start with Rip, the Wave Rider crew, or the Revolutionary War crew? Um, let's start with the Rip. All right. So we have the now evil Rip. Yes. He's been, I want to say brainwashed, but um, his brain was restored with some new data, I guess is the best way to explain it. Yeah. Um, he still remembers being the captain of the Wave Rider. Yeah. He still remembers all of them, but now he just doesn't care. Yeah. His memories didn't get wiped out. And it, it felt really like this could have been a natural progression of Rip Hunter to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see, when he, especially when he was uh, taunting Jax. Yeah. You know, he's just like, oh, I played by the rules, and you know what? I still have a dead kid and dead wife. Oh, oh. All right, Rip. Calm Whoa. down. Whoa. Hey Calm down, buddy. But, um... I, I really... Rick was scary. Yeah. Like, to the point where he... I'm surprised I didn't think of him as such a good villain before now. <laughs> um, it's funny, because we, we didn't miss him, like, at all. And now, no. this episode, I really enjoyed him. I hated the the director, Rip. Like, it was funny at first, and yeah. then, like, even in the second episode. Like, it was funny, but I was like, I really want... I want Rip back. Rip. The Rip we know. And now we have Evil Rip, which... I like better. You like better? I want to see how they're going to fix him. They're gonna de. They're gonna brain dry him. Do you think they're gonna use the uh, the spirit destiny to fix him? No. You don't think that the legends are gonna use the spirit destiny at all? No. A lot of theories about what's gonna happen with that spirit destiny. Laurel, like the actual Laurel's return, but mm-hmm. probably not because now they have a new Black Canary. Yeah. Um, you know, just all sorts of things that they could do. Captain Cold. I don't think they're gonna do anything. They're just gonna keep it away nice and safe so no one can use it but i mean the only reason that uh what's his face uh ebar thought wants it is just to get rid of the black flash chasing yeah. him because that's awesome yes i want to see the black flash again it's so cool oh we will well we will what did they lock him in a vault <laughs> can he phase <gasps> what happened black flash hunter zolomon silly goose um but yeah, having him and kind of Jack square off against each other was a lot of fun for this episode. And yes. definitely uh, probably my favorite aspect of, of yeah. the episode. Like, I liked all the, the time travel, Revolutionary War stuff. That's always fun. Yeah. But um, the cool thing is, like, Jax and even, like, Professor Stein and Ray, they're only as powerful as their technology allows them to be. Yes. Firestorm is arguably the most powerful crew member. Oh, yeah. But when you can't turn it... How funny was it when they kept trying to do it? They're like, uh, uh. I'm like, oh my god. We got the... We got... Firestorm high five. <laughs> oh no, it's not working. Try pounding. Try pounding. <laughs> but, um... Ooh, out of context. That's bad. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> what about uh, Martin okay, being put into all these, bra- all these brand new uh, roles? I'm not, yeah. a, I'm not a heart surgeon. <laughs> He's turning into, like, uh, Bones from Star Trek. Yes. Damn it, man, I'm a doctor. But, um... Did you actually think they killed Sarah? I was kind of, like, concerned for a few seconds. I knew they didn't, but I was still was like, oh, no, they just killed Sarah. But I was like, no, then I was like, no, 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 they can't kill her. Well, they did, technically. Then they brought her back really quick. Like, super fast. Whoa, wait a second. So this is the third time she's died and come back? Well, the Gambit? She, she was quote dead, unquote, yes, she was technically died. dead. And then, oh, no, and then she got washed away in uh, 
the season two finale. Yeah. Okay. So that's so this is four then. Yeah, this is her fourth. Yeah. Brush with death. <laughs> At least this time they didn't need a uh, Constantine to come back and resoul her. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> just listen to some James Brown. You'll feel plenty of soul afterwards. I got soul. Too soon. No. <laughs> but uh, could have been better. Could have been worse. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Leave me alone. But, um... But, um... But, um... What did you think of, uh... Ray versus the Rat? That was... That was pretty funny. And better effects than any of the other yeah. shows. What happened? We could make a giant CGI rat, but if you want to see Supergirl fly, get ready for a lot of mixed reviews on oh, it. Oh, man. But, um... It's, it's weird, because for Ray, the only thing that it ever takes me out of is... I know it's not really Brandon Routh... Like they, it's a CG character, yeah. it's, and he just he's sitting in a recording booth, kind of like us right now, just doing yeah. lines. But seeing him on the uh, on the uh, light switch, just kind of hanging there. Hey guys, I need some help. I'll just I'll just stay yeah. here. Literally, they were like, you know what? We're not gonna give anyone their superpowers. We're gonna put all our money into making this rat. Oh yeah. Yeah, nobody That's else. Basically, what they did. They, they no took one else all, had their powers. They took the firestorm budget and made a rat. But think about it, even with um, Nate, we see it for like a second. And then he was cold. And Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> we did get a good, a nice transformation shot of him, though. I know you're still yeah. not a big fan, but I, I enjoy when we actually see him transform. Uh, see, I'm digging... I'm digging it. It's just when he's got the whole getup. The I'm costume, not. yeah. He hasn't had it since the crossover. I think they really just made it for the crossover, yeah. and that was it. Like, I don't think we're ever going to see him wear it again. Yeah, hopefully not. Uh, you know, one thing that I, I didn't even think about until a couple of minutes ago was, uh, Rip doesn't use his, uh, revolver or laser cowboy gun. Does he have it? I don't know. Be... He, he should have had it on him when he, you know, transported off the wave rider. Yeah. But we don't know what happened to any of his stuff. I, I do miss that, that revolver laser gun. I thought it was cool. Well, think about it. He got captured by the Legion of Doom, so they probably took it from him. They didn't give it back. Well, to he me. was just wearing. Oh yeah, he what he did fire. He should have it on him in that scene. But yeah, I I think it's actually scary him with a handgun. There's just something scary yeah. about characters with handguns. Like it's just um, it's almost so dangerous and real. Yeah. That it just kind of like makes you makes you stop yeah. and think. Whoa. But um, what did you think? Let's talk about uh some of our revolutionary warriors. Mick. You want to talk about Mick and George Washington? Yeah. How is Mick not the best character on the show? I dare anybody to argue that he's not the best character on the show. I can't, because yeah. he's my favorite. He's, he's the best. In terms of the entire Arrowverse, who, who would have thought that that Mick Rory, uh, yeah. Heat Wave, from the Heat Wave Captain Cold episode, would turn into one of our favorite characters of all time? Yeah. Um, you know what? I've, I've liked him since Prison Break, when he was on Prison Break. I never watched it. Really good. I might catch up on it before the new yeah. season starts, because I know that's one of the reasons Wentworth Miller hasn't been on as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think they're going to bring back Captain Cold at all? They will. They didn't even mention his hallucinations this episode. Yeah, I think um, I think coming up, definitely. Yeah, I, I really want to see Captain Cold and Mick. And, you know, watching Mick on the show, he's the one that inspires George Washington to be a modern-day American. How awesome is that? That that basically just sums up why we all love him. Oh yeah, and the funny thing about this episode, there's a lot of mention of, um, what our modern world is in comparison to what older world. times. Yes, uh, we have this whole conversation with him in Washington, and then you know obviously the Nate and Amaya stuff, which we'll talk about because I have, I have my thoughts on it. 
very Captain America-ish <laughs> with uh, Peggy Carter's yeah. niece or in the comics was her granddaughter, which is just as weird. Yeah. But, it, like, um, Mick has just been such a fun character. Like, even, he's just, he's kind of like the, I think they even call him, like, the gruff uncle. The yeah. gruff drunk uncle. Yep. That, that's really what he is, and that's, you know, it's fun that he is, and... I, as far as characters on this show, I really feel like it's the most diverse crowd. Yes. Like, Flash and Arrow kind of have the same teams. Yeah. Um, like, you know, they have Cisco and Felicity, and you can argue uh, Caitlin and, and John Diggle, because they're both kind of like the moral yeah, but center. They don't have any, like, former felons or <laughs> yeah. um, bad guys. You could argue Ar- Arrow this year with some of the newer characters. Um, uh, just, well, no. Not really. Cause With Renee. Well, he didn't really do anything. He got dishonor- dishonorably discharged. But he's, just, he's just got that rough That's side it. to him. Well, yeah. And now we have Dinah, who I'm going to talk about because I really enoy yeah. uh, what happened with her this episode. But, um, I mean, in terms of just general characters, I think Legends really has the strongest cast. And now yeah. it has the strongest villain set, too, in my opinion. Yes. I actually, I think the only Can't reason- go wrong with the Legion of Doom. But you know what it is? I think it's because they're all characters we already fell in love with and we're familiar yeah. with. And that's what's giving it so much strength. We don't know Savitar. No. We don't know Prometheus as far as we know. You know, Prometheus could be a character that we do love. Yeah. You know, whether it's Tommy or Roy or Jason Todd or Tim, or uh, Damian Wayne. Those are all of my theories. Yeah. Or so Drake. Drake? Drake who? No. I like Drake Drake. Not like the rapper. The rapper? No. He's not even a rapper. The R&B guy. Well, is, is that like Common, Tim, who's in John Wick? Tim Drake? Tim Drake? No, not Tim Drake. Can't Why be Tim not? Drake. Because he's still Robin. <laughs> he's a good guy. But it's going to be Talia. What are you talking about? It's going to be the Russian guy, Anatoly. It's going to be Ivan Drago. <laughs> or it's going to be, uh, what, what's Shadow's dad name? Oh. Yeah, the original guy with the... the yeah. Like, Yao Fei? Yeah. Yeah, Yao Fei. It's going to be him. It's going to be Slade. <laughs> But, I mean, like, as, as far as characters on Legends, it really definitely, it's definitely the strongest. And it's funny, because it is an ensemble. And yeah. it, the thing about ensemble cast is there's always, like, one character that you fall in love with completely. This show, there's never, there's very rare for us to not like what a character does. Yeah. Like, in, there are very few characters we didn't like, and they got rid of Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Yep. Not to mention any names, Hawkman and <laughs> Hawkgirl. Rip Hunter to a degree. <laughs> so, you want to talk about Nate and Amaya? Not really, but I mean, I guess we have to. Did it come out of left field? No. I, I feel like we hadn't seen a lot of, like, flirtation between Nate and Amaya, and then suddenly... Not... Uh, when it, when they first met each other and everything... Well, he was gushing there, over his, was his grandfather. Yeah. Which, um, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Then, um... We kind of thought her and Mick were going to have a little thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I did see her and Nate, because they did have those little moments but it was, so I wasn't too surprised does it bother you mm, in the sense that you said it with Captain America ish yeah yeah like it, that's his grand that's your former no she was with um his grandfather yeah was it I thought so I thought it was Rex Tyler yeah uh I don't know yeah that's it's just that's still just weird yeah. I, I don't know I don't know so, Dude, I mean, she's like 200 years old. What are you doing? No, she's not. <laughs> but, um... But, um... Sh- but, um... Sh- 
<laughs> I, I think it's going to be weird, and it depends on how far they go with her on the show. She just said they're going to be friends. They're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, because he totally uh, was like that. Oh, it's very chill. I'm the chillest, you know? Yeah. I did like um, when they were fighting, and he gets knocked into the water, like her... She used her power to become like a like channeled the essence of a seal. Yeah, I, I like her the visuals of her powers, yes. and they're not very difficult to do. I mean, it's just no. it's pretty simple in terms of computer generated. But I, I got to see where it goes. As long as it doesn't like get into like super drama territory, like elicity yeah. drama territory, I think we'll be pretty good right with it. Yeah, I think they're done with it. Hopefully, they are. Cause... You want to do uh, Star City ratings on this one? Yeah. Um. Let me go first. Yeah, it's your turn to go first. I give it a three. A three, really? Yes. Um, didn't really enjoy it at all, other than just kind of Mick and Washington. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, and then, um, and I really did enjoy also uh, Jack's to this episode. Yeah, he definitely kicking hell butt alone. with like seven thousand people. Um, <laughs> wasn't really that much, but it felt like it. Yeah. So um, that was really the only highlights for me. Mm-hmm. We're just those three people I'm gonna give it a 3.5 I wanted to give it a 4 just cause it did a really good job balancing three stories yeah but they they also felt really disconnected from each other yeah so Evil Rip was awesome Jackson you know taking over was awesome I I don't like when I don't have Sarah around though I really enjoy Mm -hmm. Sarah but um I would love to see more Legion of Doom. That would have been fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, in terms... It was a good episode because it took the, uh... Their time travel freak of the week style. Where yeah. it was like, oh, we need to fix this aberration. And combined it with the main storyline. Yeah. Which I thought was really, really good. So, yeah, you want to talk about the most controversial episode of Arrow this season? No. Well, we're going to. Oh, darn. Hit it. Alright. So, this was called Spectre of the Gun. Not Spectre. Oh my god. <laughs> so 16 months ago, Renee watched his wife in attic being killed by a dealer in front of the former's daughter, Zoe, who was transferred to foster care. And Renee was prohibited from meeting her. He was inspired by the Green Arrow killing Dark and saving Star City, deciding to start his vigilantism. In the present, Renee now works for Quentin as his assistant. An armed man attacks the city hall and kills and wounds several staff members. Felicity identifies the shooter as James Edlund, a former clerk and a gun control proponent who lost his family in a shootout months ago. Thea and Quentin encourage Oliver to deal with the situation as the mayor, not the vigilante. The latter decides to work with the city council for a gun control act. Renee and Curtis locate Edlund's hideout and find his next target, where Oliver confronts Edlund as the mayor and dissuades him from killing anyone, con- convincing him to surrender. Oliver reaches to reaches to an agreement with the council over the act. Curtis promises Renee to help him get to Zo- get him to Zoe legally. Meanwhile, John convinces Dina, 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 same thing, to return to normal life. She enlists in the SCPD. All right. Lots of things to talk about this episode. I probably think it's going to be our longest episode discussion because um, this episode was met with some controversy. Yes. Um, so we'll start with the controversy of it. It's definitely got a little political undertone to it. Yeah. Um, for those of you guys listening around the world, I'm sure everybody's aware of 
America's current political situation with our new president, Donald Trump. We're not not going to state any of our political no. opinions on the matter because that's not what you guys are here for. But in this time of a lot of political turmoil, to do an episode revolving around gun control yes. <laughs> is a very risky move. Yes. Now, I've had some pretty spirited debates with people about this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know about if you've talked to anybody about it yeah, I have. or read anything on it, but um, I thought this episode handled gun control very nicely. It did. Like, um. it took characters with different yes. points and had them discuss it, yes. it. It didn't push one side of the agenda. Yeah, it, it wasn't like Oliver was like, no guns, because yeah. I use arrows to kill people. Wait exactly. a minute. <laughs> Isn't it kind of sort of the same thing? Well, was it, well, didn't they have an episode where they go to uh, some country yeah. and Roy's like shocked that Oliver knows how to shoot a gun? He's like, I never said I didn't know how to shoot one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I personally appreciated that. They even make mention that like America used to be a, a country where you discussed your issues yes. respectfully and then you left you know respectfully yes. as well. Now Nowadays, it's hard to express your opinion without getting just torn apart. Yeah. So I thought they handled it very well. And I liked, uh, I think Curtis and... Renee. Renee had the best conversations about yes. it. So let's talk, now that we got the the controversy out of the way, let's talk about Renee. What did you think of his flashbacks? Those were some powerful, that was some powerful stuff right there. Did the drug dealer kill his wife or did he accidentally shoot her? No, he, well, so he shot the drug dealer. Yeah. And when the drug dealer fell, fell he fired, he fired, the, the, right. he fired the round and it shot the... Girlfriend, wife, wife, right? Wife. Yeah. Um, did they ever say what she was addicted to? Just that she was no. using again. He uh, he pulled out something. It looked like heroin. Yeah, he pulled something out and said it was taped behind the dresser. Mm-hmm. Um, but you couldn't really get a good look at it, what it was. It was either heroin or coke. Yeah. But um, I think it would have been a nice touch if it had been vertigo. Yeah. Because it was around that time that vertigo yep. was still a thing. But um, his flashbacks were, were super powerful. I really enjoyed yes. them. And it, it goes far to show where his character was at the beginning of this season. Yes. Because obviously we see him watching the Damien Dark stuff on the news, which I thought was cool. It's always mm-hmm. nice that they kind of... It's funny that they're flashing back to this season, basically. Yeah. Or, you know, last yep. season. But um, even like just how he's inspired to just pick up his hockey gear, because that yep. was the last thing he was wearing. Um, the scene of him on the phone with that lady. Yes. That was hard to watch. Yeah. Like you and I are both children of divorce. Yes. Um, so we kind of under we kind of see things a little bit differently in terms mm-hmm. of like custody and parents and yep. that sort of thing. I don't know about you, but like it, it hit me hard. Oh yeah. Like, I was watching it just going, oh jeez. Yeah. No, it definitely did. Um. And you know, like it was really good too because we finally got a backstory from him. Yeah. We had everyone else's backstory that was on the team or is currently on the team we didn't really have one from him other than he was in the military and he got dishonorably discharged yeah that's all we knew that's about him. all we knew and now like everything he did for john with seeing his you know his wife and his child and everything now now we know another reason why he did that yeah it's because he doesn't have that he can't see his own kid I was I was actually scared at first when we first started seeing the flashbacks that the kid was gonna die. Yeah, like that. That's what I thought at first. I did too. It, it was weird that they would have introduced the kid without ever having mentioned her. Yeah. But then they show like she's just she's in the foster system. Yep. 
at one of the few nice homes, yes. apparently. <laughs> but uh, And then Curt- Curtis and, and him have had probably the best character dynamic of the new recruits. Yeah. Um, obviously, we had Curtis last season, too, mm-hmm. and, you know, before he was Mr. Terrific, so we kind of, him and Felicity were, yeah. were always, like, the tag team. But having having Renee and Curtis together has been really powerful. Yes. Um, I miss I miss Rory, uh, yeah. Ragman. I even miss Evelyn, mm-hmm. and I hope that they bring both back soon. Yeah. But obviously, the house is getting full. Yes, I I completely agree that they needed to kind of especially not. I mean, you got the Black Canary back, so you got to get rid of someone. You notice she doesn't have a costume. Yeah, she just kind of was in the comics. That jacket in the comics. That's how she was though too. Yeah, I wonder how how they're going to have her differentiate between Black Canary and Dinah Drake. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens, though. I mean, even if they just give her, like, the domino mask or, saying, or a blonde wig. Yeah. You know, they, they can they can play it off however they want. Yeah. But um, what did you think of her and John? Um, I'm, I'm digging it. What a fun pairing. Yeah. They're, they work good together because they're both... She's basically, like, the female version of him. Pretty much, yeah. She yeah. Her, her and him are very, yeah. very similar. Um... I don't know how she got detective in SCPD so quickly. She was undercover for three years. Yeah. And then, as far as we know, she just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Even like, yeah. oh, was it Captain Singh? Yep. Yeah, he was the one. So, I mean, maybe just Barry placed the call. Who yeah, knows? right. Like, or uh, even um, Detective West. Yeah. That would have been cool. Because I loved when they did the Black Canary episode, the little flash yep. cameo. I thought that was fantastic. But, yeah, I mean, I really, I enjoyed their dynamic. Yes. And... It was great character progression for both of them, because mm-hmm. we we don't get to see John move on character wise very often. He he's always kind of the same character. Like this yeah. season, though, we've gotten a lot of good Diggle yes. stuff. Diggle, dig a dig, diggity dig, dig dig. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're a little dynamic, and you know, she's got this nice new studio apartment. Yeah, right. Nothing says high class like studio apartments. <laughs> uh, what did you think of Quentin's return? To his glory in this episode. I'm so excited he's back. I'm digging him. I'm yes. really digging Quentin. Yeah. I still don't think he's Prometheus under any circumstance. No, not at all. But um, him and him and Renee again have like such a fun yeah. dynamic now, and I'm really enjoying. Like Renee's bringing a lot to the show. Yeah. I didn't realize how much he because at first we were kind of like meh about him. I think we yeah. we liked characters like Ragman a little bit more. Yeah. Um, or even we were just kind of like, oh, just keep the old characters, bring back Roy. Yeah. But I'm kind of surprised that um, Oliver picked Renee instead of, like, Curtis or someone. For? The assistant. Uh, well, no. Technically, he just picked him to interview to do practice interviews with yeah. Quentin, and Quentin picked him as his assistant. Well, yeah. Um, Thea was thoroughly surprised. Yeah. I was happy to see her again. But what she are you doing here? <laughs> I was happy to see her again, but she kind of didn't do anything. No, except, no. you know, tell Oliver he's doing a bad job as mayor yeah. again. <laughs> and then he did a great job as mayor. Yeah. And she does not like uh, Susan Williams, his no. girlfriend. We haven't, we didn't even see her this episode. She was mentioned a few times. I think we did. I, we did not. See no, her. no, we didn't see her um, for like two seconds. The last time we saw her was when she was seeing the pictures of Oliver in Russia, and yes, I, that's or right. when um, after they slept together. Yeah, but um, I want to see uh, what she's up to because obviously there's more to her character. Yeah, she's Prometheus. Imagine there's so many characters that could be Prometheus. Oh yeah. Um, we got another quick cameo of vigilante this episode. Yep. Um, yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, the, the lawyer's probably him, just so you know. The DA? The DA, yeah. He got shot, though, in this episode. Yes. But if you notice, when Vigilante jumped off the, uh, the wall, he kind of favored one side. Yeah. So, I mean, you can argue that, you know, 
He just they, he was that injured. He was yeah. trying to get out of bed. Or or could be Roy. It's not Roy. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, but they've been known for taking comic book characters and and taking liberties. Yeah. So we'll see. Like Sarah Lance was never a character in the comics, I don't mm-hmm. think, and she was never a Black Canary. Yeah, but um, yeah. It's if they want to take liberties with characters, yeah, you can. I mean, let's face it. Oliver's been three different <laughs> superheroes at this point. Yeah, he was the Hood, then he was Arrow, then he was the Green Arrow, and everybody thinks that the the Arrow was Roy. Yeah, super confusing. Wait, I hope they what? use the Spear of Destiny to fix all the continuity. Why would you want to do that? Because it's a little confusing <laughs> at this point. But uh, who else do we want to talk about in this episode? Um. You want to talk about yeah. Oliver, the actual main character of the yeah. show? Yeah, might as well, right? Did you enjoy not seeing him as Green Arrow for most of it? Yes, because I thought seeing him as mayor was really good this episode. It was a powerful scene when yes. he was, when he uh, took down the gunman. I'd like just using words, verbal yes. judo, as we call it in my profession. Yeah, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed seeing the the political Oliver because. Technically, Oliver is just the, I think he's the interim mayor, like, until the next election or something along the way. Like, yeah. when he first got put into office, it's only because yeah. uh, the person who beat him, or he forfeited to, uh, what's it, Ruve Dark. Yeah. Who, yeah, who died. died. So yeah. he got it by default. God rest her soul. God rest her soul. <laughs> uh, I don't think where she's going, God's a big player. Uh, her and uh, Damien Dark. Oh, I know, Damien Dark's technically alive. Super. See again, they need to fix their continuity. No, he's not alive. Younger Damien Dark is. Yes. I'm surprised that uh that continuity shift hasn't like that. Basically, yeah. Damien Dark's a time aberration. Yep. The only one of the Legion of Doom that isn't is Malcolm Merlin. Yeah. Because we found out that it is the Malcolm Merlin after Damien died. Yes. Because he doesn't have a hand. Yeah, and also he was <laughs> he was watching the news footage. Yeah. When uh, they took him, so. Yeah, I'm surprised that time shift hasn't started. Maybe yeah. that'll be like the next crossover, the next season or the season finale. That'd be yeah. cool. It'd be really cool if like uh, something that happens on Legends directly infects yeah. Arrow, because um, they they very rarely like even with Flashpoint, like the changes were were pretty yeah. pretty mi- minimal. Yeah. Minimal. 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 Yeah, we'll go with that one. <laughs> Tried to sound super smart for a second, didn't yeah. work. It's okay. I forgive you. But um. Anything else about this episode we want to talk about? No, that pretty much does it for this one. All right, so you want to do uh, Star City ratings? Yes. I'll go first. Yes, sir. I'm going to give this episode a four. Because yeah. um, as, as far as like our most recent episodes, it's definitely one of the ones that, that struck out mm-hmm. uh, with, you know, it, it created the most discussion. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you listen to this episode of our podcast, you know, we were sitting here going, what else do you want to talk about? What else do you want to talk yeah. about? For this episode... We had so much to talk about that yes. we could we could probably do an entire episode just on oh yeah this <laughs> this one episode. It's so weird because um the shows are really stepping up their games. You know, a lot of times you get to season, especially Arrow season five, yeah, and they start to kind of teeter down, and you start to not enjoy them as much. But um, the CW shows are pretty well known for for keeping consistent yes. quality. It's very rare for a CW show to dip so dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's just because they they cater to their fans a little bit more mm-hmm. to their demographic, but um, as far as as far as shows these episodes go, Arrow is definitely the strongest of oh, yeah, our definitely. recent batch, and it's cool you could say that and not say any of the shows were bad. Yeah, like if you look at all of our ratings, 
I don't think we've ever given it. Maybe there's like a handful of episodes that we've given anything lower than a two point five to. Yeah, I don't think I. From recent memory, I don't think I've given one. But um, I I agree with you. I give this episode a four. Um, like I said earlier, seeing Oliver Queen as the mayor was amazing. Um, the best we've seen him at. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, as Oliver Queen, like in general, not even just the mayor. Um. And then, also, the whole Renee storyline that we finally got was really good. And um, his interactions with Quentin and um, Curtis was really good. Um, But I'm just trying to figure out how they're going to pull off the Black Canary. Yeah, Yeah, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with her in terms of that. Um, But yeah, I I completely agree Mm -hmm. with your solid points. But uh, I think that brings us pretty much to a close. The last thing I want to bring up, and this is... Because I always surprise Roddy with yeah. one thing that I've been thinking of the entire episode that I didn't say anything about. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, oh, yeah, I do. All right. So, um, I don't know about any of our listeners, but there are a lot of comic book shows on currently. And there are a lot of new ones. We've had uh, NBC debuted, Power- debuted Powerless. Yes. Which I heard was horrendous. Yeah, it looks horrendous. I have the pilot still saved on my DVR. Mm-hmm. I also have the pilot for, for Legion. Mm-hmm. And I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Riverdale, which yeah. is uh, based off the Archie comics. So a proposal for you guys as fans. Obviously, we tend to just do Flash, Arrow, Legends, Supergirl. And then we'll do like Luke Cage is an entire thing yeah. or Daredevil is an entire thing. Would you guys... What was that? Defenders, which is going to be cool. Um, I know you and I talked about Stranger Things for a little bit. Um, yeah. Would you guys, as listeners, like to hear a little segment like called Five Minute Reviews? Like at the end of every show, whatever show he and I watch, you know, because there are shows that I watch that he doesn't and vice versa, yeah. we do a quick Star City rating on that episode of the week. So if that's something you guys want to hear about, because I know people have been asking, I know me in particular, I don't know about you, about yeah. some of the shows like Powerless or uh, stuff like that. If that's something you guys would like at the end of the episode before we give you guys our uh, contact info, if that's something you'd like to hear, just let us know. So how could people let us know about that? Well, they could let us know on Facebook. Just search the Multiverse Fancast. You could email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. You could find us out on Twitter at mvfancast. Um, If you want to take a listen to us, which I know you do, um, and you want to share all of our episodes, you could just do that through iTunes, Podbean, or the Satchel Podcast app. All you have to do is search the Multiverse Fancast. Um, when you do that, like I say, give some shares, some likes, some comments, some reviews, all that good stuff. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more about, and everything like that. All right, so that just about wraps us up. As always, I'm Mags. And I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash.